Steve Jobs talks about this in a commencement address to Stanford's graduating students, and he says, quote, Remembering you are going to die is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking you have something to lose, end quote. Best ever listeners, we have launched bestevercauses.com. That's bestevercauses.com. We profile a nonprofit or a cause that is near and dear to our heart, get the word out about their cause, and also donate money towards their cause. If you'd like to, one, learn more about the causes that we're profiling, we do one a month, then go to bestevercauses.com. And if you want to suggest a cause that we profile that is near and dear to your heart, then go to bestevercauses.com. And there's a little form at the bottom of the page where you can submit one and we'll check it out. Best Ever listeners got a special segment for you. And every now and then I'll be doing these special segments. When I come across something that I learn in my entrepreneurial journey, and I think it will be helpful for you as well. So I hope you enjoy this episode, and more importantly, I hope you get some value from it that you can then apply to your life. The outcome of today's episode is to show how focusing and incorporating death and death reminders into my regular life helps me be more effective as a real estate investor, as well as being more focused on the moments that are truly going to matter to me throughout my life. And ultimately, what else is there that's more important than focusing on those moments, as long as those are powering moments for myself and others. So that's the outcome for our conversation. And where this is coming from is very recently, I got an email from the dean of the College of Media and Communication at Texas Tech University, and he said, you've been nominated and voted in as outstanding alum for Texas Tech University College Meeting Communication. And I said, that's amazing. I've been looking forward to this for, oh, about 10 years. I've been on the board and I've attended a ceremony every one of those years during the board meeting. There's also that same weekend, there's ceremony for people who are being inducted into the group. And I said, I'm very much looking forward to this. And I said, what weekend is it again? And he mentioned the email, November 3rd. And I thought, oh, doggies. <laughs> November 12th is when Colleen, my wife, is due to give birth to our baby girl that we're having, our first kid. And that's kind of close, cutting it close. We live in Cincinnati. Therefore, Colleen is giving birth in Cincinnati. And this award ceremony is November 3rd, nine days prior to when she's due in Lubbock, Texas. There's a conflict there. But I thought I could do both. I thought, hey, you know, there's a nine-day difference, and it's okay if I need to hop back as quick as possible to get back to Cincinnati if something were to come early. So I said, you know what, Dean, I'm likely in, but... If on the off chance that Colleen is giving birth, then obviously I'm not going to attend. And he said, fine. Well, last night at 1.45 a.m., I'm reading a book called Not Fade Away by Peter Barton. Highly recommend the book, and I'll give some other recommendations on death in a little bit. Highly recommend this book. And basically the book's about Peter, who is a successful entrepreneur. He got what was diagnosed with cancer 
at around the age of, I think, like 45, ended up passing away at the age of 51. And he brought in someone to write about his experiences as he was leading up to his death since he had terminal cancer. And this book is not a book on his career, but rather how he internalizes what is going on, what's important to him. And ultimately, it's a book that the purpose of it is to simply document his experiences for others who are facing that type of experience with death or just need to have a reminder to live fully, which is what it did for me. And in the book, the passage I was reading last night, he talks about one of his most cherished memories is being there with his wife as she was giving birth each of the three times that they had a kid. And he would cut the umbilical cord. He had a shirt that was a tradition that he wore, and he loved it. And it showed through the words that he used, and that was one of the most, if not the most precious moment each of those three times. Immediately after reading that, I email my assistant. I tell her, please tell the dean as well as my family members that I will not be attending the award ceremony. It's too close to when Colleen is supposed to give birth. I will be with her the entire time. And that is something that absolutely would not have happened at least that night, last night. Maybe I would have eventually figured it out later. But I wouldn't have made that decision last night if I didn't read a book about a person dying. And ultimately, that is what I want to mention that I learned through one of the books that I read about death. And I surround myself constantly, as I mentioned earlier, with different things that remind me that my time is limited. And Steve Jobs talks about this in a commencement address to Stanford's graduating students. And he says, quote, remembering you're going to die is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking you have something to lose, end quote. There are constant reminders that I have in my life that remind me to think about the importance of the moment with those around me. And how does this tie back to me as a real estate investor? Oh, it's super simple. I don't procrastinate. I'm guilty of it in instances. But by and large, I don't procrastinate because I know that the moment is all I've got right now. And hopefully I can string together many more moments in time, but I don't know. So I take advantage of the moments that I have. And one reminder that I use for this is books, videos, and podcasts. A book I recommend is Not Fade Away by Peter Barton. A video I recommend is that commencement address by Steve Jobs with Stanford students. Find it on YouTube real easy. Podcast I recommend is a podcast that Tim Ferriss did with BJ Miller, who is a doctor who works with hospice patients. Highly recommend those three things. Another way I constantly incorporate the living it's not necessarily living like today's my last day because I think that's kind of ridiculous because if I did live like every day like it was the last day I might be running naked on the street right now 
who knows what I'd be doing? I don't know. I haven't really thought about it, but I probably wouldn't be doing this at this moment in time. I'd probably be doing something a little wackier than this. So I don't live like every day is my last. I think that's a little silly, but I do live in the moment and I do focus on being present with those who I care about and I love. And the second way is a death clock that I have. I have a clock that looks like something you'd see at a basketball arena, but instead of a countdown clock for the shot clock, it's got days, hours, minutes, and seconds on it. It's about four feet long, one foot tall, and about six inches deep, and it's hanging on my wall. And it's constantly counting down from my 90th birthday to now. So it's constantly ticking seconds away, seconds away, minutes away, hours away, days away. And when I look at it, it's to the left of my desk. I can see, and it's a constant reminder that this moment counts. Be present. Do what you need to do that is important. So having a death clock is helpful. You can order through Amazon just a countdown clock. I had to get mine custom ordered because I went up to my 90th birthday, and most of them or anyone I found didn't have that. So if you want the company that I ordered from, you can just email info at com. I make no money off this, by the way. It's like, But it is like 300 bucks, so it is an investment. And think about the amount of time that it could save you time as a result of you paying attention to time. So certainly, I think it was worth the $300 investment, but that's up to you. The third is I volunteer for hospice, and I meet with patients who are, as doctors say, who are going to die soon. And those patients, when I speak to them, they focus on the memories they have of their family and of experiences. And there's no way that I would be in jeopardy. I'd put myself, I would intentionally put myself in jeopardy of missing the experience of the birth of my kid. There's no way. So even though it was nine days away, November 3rd is the ward ceremony in Lubbock, Texas, November 12th is when she's supposed to give birth. Even though it's nine-day difference, absolutely no way I'm going to put myself in a situation where I could miss that because it is possible that I get to Lubbock and then I immediately have to go back because she's in labor and then I miss it because flight's delayed or something else. Who knows? It's possible. I'm not going to put myself in that situation because I know by surrounding myself with death that the important things that we're going to remember when we're taking our last breaths are the time we have with those we love and the moments that we cherish with them and the experiences that we have. And that's why I'm so grateful that I've got this podcast that we can share experiences of other real estate investors have about what's worked and what hasn't worked because that helps you maximize your time, helps you get some shortcuts for achieving success so that you can then spend your time in the way that you want to spend it. And that's why I'm so passionate about this stuff because ultimately it's about what you do with your time and focusing it in the areas that you deem important. And my guess, if it's like other people who I've read about, watched, studied, and experienced myself, what you think is most valuable is ultimately going to have to do with some sort of companionship with others, those you love, those who you want to serve, those in your community, etc. That is how being surrounded by death has allowed me to continually 
fully live my life. I slip. Of course I slip. I procrastinate. I do things where I'm not always productive or I'm not always putting family first. I'm doing other business things or I'm checking email when I should be focused on a conversation. But I have some safeguards in place to pull me back in and to constantly remind me that it's the moments with each other and it's the relationships that I'm likely going to care about at the end. So therefore, I'm going to put more priority on right now. Thanks for listening. Hope you got a lot of value from it and talk to you tomorrow. Best ever listeners, we have launched bestevercauses.com. That's bestevercauses.com. We profile a nonprofit or a cause that is near and dear to our heart, get the word out about their cause, and also donate money towards their cause. If you'd like to, one, learn more about the causes that we're profiling, we do one a month, then go to bestevercauses.com. And if you want to suggest a cause that we profile that is near and dear to your heart, then go to bestevercauses.com. And there's a little form at the bottom of the page where you can submit one and we'll check it out. Feeling lost on your roadmap to wealth? Tune in to the newly launched REI Foundation podcast where hosts Jason and Peely give you all the steps and missteps towards achieving your investing dreams. Featuring interviews from top industry professionals, Make sure you listen and subscribe to REI Foundation Podcast at the REI Foundation.libson.com.